From the Shepherd House International in Georgetown, Guyana, Bishop Victor Collins Sabre, anointed by God, will inspire you with rare and down-to-earth but provoking teachings from the Word of God to love the Lord deeply and to devote yourself to His work. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Now, here is Bishop Collins. Came in Jesus' name, somebody said amen. amen. You may be seated, please. You have to try harder this morning to listen um, so you don't miss anything. Is that okay? Is that all right? Okay. I'm sure nobody's going to make me go off what I want to say to you this morning. <laughs> Acts chapter 2. And we want to read from verse 42. If you're here for the first time, you're very welcome to our church. Yeah, this is the Shepherd House International right here in canal number 2. Pula. Pula. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. If you are here with me. We want to read together. Ready? Let's go. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. The next verse is, and all that believed were together and had all things come on. 45 says, and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And then he goes on to say, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Praise the Lord. The Bible says that, and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. And so from this verse, we're saying that God, when the church started in the book of Acts, which is basically the example that we have to follow, the church was meeting in the temple and also from house to house. And that model must be present in our church. Somebody said amen. amen. Okay, so I'm trying to finish this big series today. Because if I follow, I'll preach until the end of the year. But there are other things to also talk about. So, well, the main subject, the main thing we are talking about is that church is not just the temple. It's in two, two, two places. Can you hear me at the back? Sister Tarsilia, can you hear me at the back? Wonderful. Can, can you hear me? Brother Dale, can you hear me? 
All right, beautiful. You know my voice for many years. So I'm sure you can understand. Sister Charlene, is it working? Okay. So, the whole series that I've been dealing with so far is just on two main things. And it's the fact that church is the temple version and then the house version. Because this is the blueprint. So, if you found yourself in this church, I'll, please, I'll beg you, if I have to beg you, to really stay on course. Because you have a very rare place. Anyway, so I'm talking about the church in your house. That is why you should be part of these things that God is leading us into. So now we have two groups. We have those who are not able to have churches in their homes. And then people who every Saturday will make themselves available for just one and a half hours and talk to people about Jesus Christ. If you don't become part of any of these, I don't know what else to tell you. Because evil is flourishing. Evil is flourishing. Those who are doing bad things are doing them on a daily basis. And then when you give your life to Christ, you come to the church and you don't do the things that God wants us to do. That I don't know what else to preach about. And so this church is divided into two groups. A group that has fellowship in their homes and a group that goes out on Saturdays to witness to people. You have to find yourself in it. Don't say I'm part of the dancing stars. That's, that, that's Sunday morning thing. This is Saturday afternoon business we're talking about. Alright? You say you're an usher. You can't say you're an usher. You say we are all ashes. All of us are ashes. I'm talking about becoming useful in the house of God. Becoming useful because the scripture says if you are not useful, he cuts you off. He cuts you off. He disconnects you. He cuts you off. That's why I'm encouraging you to read. That you deepen your knowledge about the things that you do. Because you will hear things and believe them. Instead of the things you hear from us, you don't believe. So the Bible says that when the church started, the meeting style was two-way. House to house and in the temple. House to house and in the temple. And so if our church is going to be the same as the church of Jesus Christ, then we need to have temple services and house to house services. I think it's very simple. It's easy to understand. And so I need those of you who have control over your homes. And, and that is one thing that I repeated that if you don't have control over your house, you can't have a church there. Because in Guyana also, just as people come and go, in Guyana also, people don't like churches in their homes. They may probably entertain it for just two weeks or three, three Saturdays. After that, they say, they want people to come to the house. Thieves will come into the house. It's very fantastic. Just like how they walk out. So you have to have authority or control over a location before you can have fellowship there. Because those who had meetings from house to house, they were not people who didn't have control over the house. It was their homes. And they opened it up. We read in Romans chapter 16 where Priscilla and Aquila had a church in their house. You see, one of the things that I'm picking up, I'm learning from the invasion of Russia 
uh, in Ukraine is how, if you look at it, I don't know how many of you are following it. Almost every day, I, 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 I go on YouTube and I play some video to see what's happening. You can see that the Russians have been defeated big time. Because the Russians have, they underestimated the Ukrainians. And what the Ukrainians, the power of the Ukrainians has been, every common person has joined the battle. Whereas, whereas Russia is like army, it's the soldiers. I mean, people have left England, America to go and help them and become fighters. There are British former soldiers who have gone to Ukraine, snipers who are helping them. So you use Canadians, Americans, the Canadian sniper, the most dangerous sniper, he, I think he, he shoots 3,000 miles or 3,000 meters. 3,000 and something meters. I think he's the, he's, the, he's the one holding the record now. The most dangerous sniper. He can shoot from 3,000 plus meters. And our land is 1,772 feet long, which is approximately 500 meters. And that is from the front to the back. <laughs> That's 500 meters. So you're talking about 3,000 meters, which is six times. And the guy can sit somewhere and, and focus on you and press the trigger and kill you. You even know where the bullet came from. Oh, you see that? The person just drops dead. It's not the Holy Spirit. This is, this is bullets. Annalena, are you here? So, they are fighting the Russians. And they have managed to... Now the Russians, the, 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 the onslaught has been so stalled. It is because every male, you should see them at the train stations saying bye-bye to their wives and children whilst they stay to fight. And they are not soldiers. Some ladies also. So you see that whenever there is a mobilization of the common people, things work better than if you were to leave it for some pastor, some bishop to go and bring people to church and all of that. It doesn't work like that. That is why God said, I will send, I will send my spirit. Because if I'm going to use just the old system of the Pharisees and the Jews, they don't even entertain others. A Pharisee or a Jew or a synagogue will not entertain you as a preacher, as a rabbi. And so Jesus had to come, die, and then open the kingdom of God, the gates of heaven wide. So that anyone who believes can become a child of God. And that is how God is filling heaven with anyone who is willing. So we cannot be here in the church and also work with people who, only people who are just some bourgeoisies, only the front row people can do something. No, no, there's, there's nothing in the kingdom of God that we are the, we are the ones who have made it like that. Oh. It's human beings who have created a certain society-like system where if you are not this, if you are not educated, if you don't work at UN, if you don't work at CARICOM, you can't do this. If you are not highly educated, that's not how God works. But so God is not a respecter of persons. He's not. 
So when we say, oh, it's only the people who wear yellow. <laughs> Canary yellow with a touch of black. Only who have gone to Bible school, only those who have crosses around their necks can have house-to-house meetings. We are going against the things of God. So that's what I'm saying when I'm saying. From house to house. And we read scripture after scripture showing how a lot of people had churches in their homes. So it's not a very, it's not a strange thing. And if God is going to be great in the church, if the house is going to be filled, if a lot of people are going to come to know about Jesus, it means that every single person here must be involved. And so I'm finishing this church in the house teaching today for a season. I'm sure it will come up in different meetings and all of that. But for the temple service, I just want to finalize it with two points today. Are you ready for the two points? So we're saying that if you're going to be a leader, you're going to be a leader of the church in the home. Number one, what is your duty and your responsibility? Number one. You should know it out of your head, uh, from your head now. It's like scriptures. Sorry? You are in charge of only one church. And one church, one church is what? One church is two or three people, isn't it? One church is two or three people. Because the Bible says that where two or three are gathered in my name. And so, time and time again, time after time, you realize that God's things are not complex like we make it look like. It's not as complex as some people want it to look like. The Bible says in Matthew, I believe it's chapter 18, where two or three are gathered in my name. You cannot tell me that you can't have two or three people meeting in your house every Saturday. Oh, you can't tell me that. I know people from the church, as I saw them in Georgetown the other day, who were leaders of gangs, female gangs in the schools. Notorious gangs. Gaza and, and, and Gully, Movado and this idiot, other idiot, what's his name again? Cartel. <laughs> yeah. They were blue bands and red bands. Can I tell us where you also move out of person? You're part of the gang, no? Yeah, it's not, it's not you get big. She was like, you were affiliate. Were you part of the gang? Well, you were part of some, no? In your school. You were what? Gaza or Gully? You, you were Gaza? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. This example is running. So I'm not, what I'm saying, it's not a, a, a lie. So the real things I'm talking about. She was a Casa gang member. Yeah, 10th lady pastor now. Uh, yellow. Huh? She's on the yellow side now. Retired Gaza. <laughs> retiree. Gaza retiree. Yeah. Beautiful. So you can't tell me. And most of the guys here, most of the guys here, if you've ever been in boyfriend, girlfriend, at least you've had two or three girlfriends your lifetime. It's a church. You can call your two ex-girlfriends and have a church in your house. 
I mean, all the men here, maybe one or two. I'm sure every man has had two girlfriends in your lifetime. Three and four. There are some people on your list we can't count. <laughs> yeah, it's like election. We can't count the votes. Some deceased. Some deceased. Yeah, some deceased. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chuck. Oh, yeah, Uncle Ashley. <laughs> yeah. So you can't tell me that you cannot have a meeting in your house when you were able to tell, make a girl follow you to a room, to a hotel, a whole girl. Take off her dress, take off her China, China training panties, and <laughs> tell her to bend down. You tell her to bend down. <laughs> yeah. Telling people to get to bend down. Yeah. You can't tell me that you can't have a meeting with two people in your house. If you say that, God, I leave you to God. Yeah. And you cannot say as a lady that you can't have two people in your house. I don't want to talk about your case at all. You, you, I don't, you, I, I, I. Let, let, me, let me continue to preach. Hopefully she will. You. You. So there shouldn't be cases here where people say that if you are bona fide part of this of this mission, that you can't have people meet on a weekly basis. Or the other the, the second group, you can't bring people to church. In fact, the next point, how many points do you have? Let me just how many points? Four? Only four? Number five. The duty, you have five. The duty and responsibility of a church leader. Number number what? Number five is to that he must mobilize all the converts, converts one at the church meeting or church in the house on Sundays to the mother church. So he must mobilize all the converts one at the house to house meetings on Sundays to the mother church mobilize the members on Sundays to the mother church that's one of the duties must mobilize so this, this, is, this is where we are at and I'm saying that you have mobilized people in your life before. Yeah. You have. You can't, you can't, you see, you can't come and say that, oh, when I went, the person said this. When I went, we, we, are, we are taking away excuses. 
Because when you used to do the things you used to do, nobody used to say, I ain't coming. You see, those people who, who went away, if it was party they were coming to, they would come to the party and say, I gotta go out to another party. But there are some party, party tourism also. Some people, they go to about six parties a night. They come here. Randa, you know something, isn't it? They come to this one here. They come to that one here. There are some party dangles also. But I'm saying that one of the responsibilities is to mobilize the people you get at the house-to-house meetings to the mother church. It's, which means that it is of utmost importance that you get converts at the house-to-house meetings. That is why those of you who send in your report and there's no new convert, you should know that one of the purposes of a meeting has not been met. In fact, the most important part of the meeting on, on Saturday has not been fulfilled because there was no new convert. There are some things that are entrenched in your minds that must go away. One of them is not having a first-timer. If you have a meeting, you don't get a first-timer. The meeting is useless. How can you open your shop? All day, you don't get any sale. And then you're happy. Every morning, you're excited. You go to open your shop. And every day, you don't get sale. And you're okay. No, you, you have to assess your operations. You have to assess what you're doing. What am I not doing well? And so if you are going to have house-to-house meetings, you have to ensure that there's, a, there's somebody is there for the first time. And at least there's a new convert. And that is also what we must do with the second group who meet somewhere and do outreach. There must be new converts. It's not just invitations. Remember people, invitation, people give a lot of excuses. Luke chapter 14 is our scripture. The best moment for people to come to a party, they give excuses. How much were you standing somewhere and say, come to number two, pull down. Say, yeah, I will come. And then you take the number and you are, you are so assured and secure that you are going to come. No, 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 no. The first thing you must do is to witness to the person. Let the person become a convert. And based on becoming a convert, then we have something to talk about, which is fellowship. And so, the responsibility of the house-to-house leader is to make sure that there's mobilization. If you are in charge of the church in your house, you can't just get up Sunday morning and say, I'm going to church. Slady, you're good. I hear that you dance today. Shall wait for me, man. <laughs> hallelujah. Who oh, I said hallelujah. You have to be able to mobilize. You have to be in charge. You have to be in control to bring the people who meet in your house, the people you witness to, to bring them to church. It's part of your responsibility. And we are all going to be assessed by our responsibilities when we meet God. You see, when you meet God, it's going to be smiles. And when the smile finishes, it says, sit down. <laughs> it says, sit down and tell me... <laughs> All the time you were on earth, what you did with the grace I gave you. Genesis chapter 18, verse 19. 
Genesis chapter 18. Go to 18. Let's see verse 18. So we know who. Seeing that Abraham shall surely become great and mighty, uh, become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. He goes on saying, for I know, I know him. God says, I know Abraham that he will command his children and his household after him. And they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. Look at Abraham. Abraham was somebody who God knew. He had a reputation with God. That he is a mobilizer. You see, you can, you, can, you can see in our society. I grew up in a society where whether you like it or not, you go to church. No, there, there's nothing like option. If you are living in this place, you go to church. That's why there's a man there in Grove. On the reserve. It's the same lawlessness. Angelica, are you there? It's the same lawlessness. Because if you live, what, what we do is that we allow a lot of lawlessness. <laughs> allow a lot of lawlessness. And I am learning how to live in Guyana after 16 years. You think when you hear a police siren on the road, you see some little boy, 20-year-old boy driving police car, the light flashing, siren in a car alone. You think he's important? You think he's going to somewhere emergency? Agent? You sure? He, he wants you have. He, he wants he want to move fast. And nobody says anything. There's no check. There's no control. In fact, you can also put yellow and blue lights in your car, tint it, and also do weary and also go. Nobody will stop you. Because they don't know who they are stopping. They are no problem. <laughs> you can't live in my house as a father and not go to church. That was Abraham's character. But you see our society, it is not like that. It's not like that. Your, your, your father and your mother don't even want to go to church. They are sending the child. Like the child is good for the child to go to heaven and they will go to hell. It's very fantastic. We don't care. It's not a problem. It's not an issue. It's okay. Mommy will be home going to the market on Sunday morning. And we'll send the children to Sunday school. And then when you go to even ask, oh, I came to invite the children. So, uh, I don't think they want to come today. They, they sleep late. You got to ask them whether they want to come. <laughs> you going? Pastor, next week, man. Next week. There is no importance. There is, you see, 
one thing about church that we may take for granted is training. One thing, one good thing about church, apart from the greatest thing of going to heaven through salvation, one of the big things in church is training. True or false, Alexis? Yeah. Training. You should see how in the church many people don't receive training. If you come to some other churches, you receive training. At least, if nothing at all, you'll be required to sit down for 45 minutes to one hour when the pastor is preaching. No, you, you, can't, you can't get out. Where are you going to? The preaching is going on. Where do you go to? You see, the schools where people are supposed to be trained, people are not trained in schools. The student decides what? And then there's so much pressure from the ministry on the teachers to get things in order. When the children are rather the problem. Miss Harry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's a problem. The teacher rather will go to the school and the, the parent will go to the school and fight the teacher. When we were growing up, you bring problem home, you are beaten at home first. Because your father feels so disgraced that you, you, you that his last name, his name that he has given to you is being mentioned in the school. You will be beaten first. You are disgracing me. Your father will say, you are disgracing me. Ah. My father, they sent me home for some suspension or something. My father, you know, those days he stopped beating us. I was a little big. Fifth. Was fifth form? I think it was fourth form. That when I said that, that the head, head teacher says, I should, I should come with him. He asked me what I did. I gave him a story. He said, you? Wait, come sit down, let's go. Sit in the car. Silence in the car until we go to the school. <laughs> you, even the silence alone, you are afraid. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a training, it's a teaching. You are sitting in the front seat of your father's car and he doesn't say anything to you from home to the school. And you are saying that he is sitting down, he's somewhere minding his business. You have come to disturb him that her teacher says he should come. When it's not parent teacher conference. <laughs> ah. and then when he gets to the school he packs his car, he gets out and they'll be following him they'll be following him yeah you can't sit next to him, you have to sit in the next chair <laughs> they went to the, the assistant headmaster who was um, his, um, he was part of our church, Presbyterian church an elder went to his office. Yeah. When the headmaster, when the Asla headmaster came to school, the first case, police came to arrest students and took them home. Oh yeah. Our school became so bad that the seniors would walk around with Guinness bottles. Yeah. The man came, he came with a tire, the tire of a vehicle. He came, he cut a piece like about two feet like that. He was walking around school. You, you, he was big like that. Big. You joke. He eradicated all those animals from the school. I tell you. 
they had to come and write all levels from the house. He, he, he extinguished all the fire. No, these seniors, they don't bath, they don't go to assembly, they don't go to class, they don't go to church, they just sit somewhere and be drinking Guinness. When this man came from another school, he came with a, a piece like that, about, about two and a half inches and about two feet long. The tire of the car, he cut it like that. I said, you, 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 you stand. And he was big and he was tall. You, you come, you, you want to fight them. I said, you can't fight you. No, no, we don't fight them. Africa, we don't fight. We don't fight teachers. Went to his office. He told my father the story. My father said, please lash him right here. I want to see you lash him right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to household, you have to be on top of your game. Yeah. Especially those of you younger parents who are coming up. You have to learn it well. Because if you fail to do that, you are, so, you, you are, you are for generations to come changing something. That you will pay for it for the rest of your life. Sunday morning, you don't have to be told. You know we are going to church. As much as when you go to the church, you see, when, when we, we went, I went to secondary school. You didn't like them. You said the hymn books and the hymns. It was very boring. But you can't say you won't go. My father is locking his door as he's going out. He's locking his door. And he's not allowing any animal in the zoo. Everybody's going out. Everybody goes into the vehicle. All the girls dress the same. All the boys dress the same. Put us in the vehicle. We go to church. Yeah. Well, as one family. So when I became a teenager, we go, the youth will sit on the balcony. So when we go inside, we go and sit down. They will peep one, two. Then we get out of the church. They will go by some friends. We go and lie. They will know that 12 o'clock, they are closing. You come back, you come and sit down quietly. That's how we used to do it. But you cannot say you are not going. Because he's not leaving anybody in his house. You try it. You try it. Yeah. With that seat. And then when we go to school, there's church every Sunday in school. There's morning assembly. We pray and say, Our Father, which art is in heaven. Every morning, Monday to Friday, every Sunday church. No matter how you grew, something goes. There's some seed, something, something inside of you will respond to God. Something. 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 Most, most of my classmates, most of my neighbors. The, the other day I saw a guy that I grew up with. He was ordained as a reverend minister. I was so excited with his black shirt and his clerical white collar. On Facebook, I saw his picture. I said, hey, could you? I mean, I, I entered the race a long time, but I was so excited. And I said to myself, as for Ghana, I mean, the seeds, as for the, the, second, the five years that you were in secondary school, hey, prayer, church, every Sunday, everybody wears white, white top, white pants, white shoe. It's, it's part of your, uh, uh, um, uh, your prospectors. They tell you, bring a pillow, bring a white, a bed sheet, 
bring a, a mattress, a fork, a knife, and spoon. It's not spork. Not spork. Fork, knife, and spoon. You see, many of you can use fork and knife. I went to Game Express many years ago. I was going to have a dinner for my pastors. So I went to buy. Those days, I didn't have anybody to buy things from you. Now, I, people just go and I, I just close my eyes and things appear. Those days, I used to buy the thing myself. I went to Game Express and to buy these colored plastic uh, 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 plates and the same color a cup and then the cutlery that goes with it. I got a f- fork. I got a spoon. I was looking for a knife. And then the lady said, you getting true? I said, no, I ain't getting true. He said, what are you looking for? I said, I'm looking for a knife. He said, what is it for? I said, I'm having a dinner. He said, oh, don't worry. Guyanese, we don't, we don't use for a little knife. I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> How can you go to a restaurant and have dinner and not have a knife? Ah, I said, the chicken. <laughs> but you have to have that in your box. You have to, you have, to have things that will help you for the whole term. That is how we learn to manage even money. Because your father will give you 10,000. He says, this is for the month. I will come at the end of the month and give you another 10,000. Before the end of the month, you can call he. So when you go home, just say that there's a lot of printing work that says that we should print. You can't see the 10,000 done. You got to find some story for telly. And so, to even manage the money well, you have a faith former who is your boss man. So, yeah, so your father, when you go to school, first form, second form, he goes to the faith former or the upper six, the sixth former, and give the money to him. And say, please, make sure this serves him for the month. Oh. No, 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 no. It's nice to be such a personal. Because when the little boys, their parents bring them food or, or, or during the weekend, they bring some for you too. Because you, you, you the person like, you are, you are the father of the child. It's so nice. Yeah. All the goods, the milk, the Milo, everything is in your, it's in your room. Yeah. I mean, and then as you give it to him, you're also eating a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of those boys who used to serve me, fetch water for me, wash my clothes. He's a medical doctor in America now. Frank. Yeah, Frank is a doctor. You see how small he was with the big ears. We used to play with his ears like that. Hey, come here. Why is your ear so big like that? You can't say anything. Your mother is not there, your father is not there. We call it. We don't even have phones. We call it. That's when I said, somebody, somebody's parents brought him to school. And then the senior saw his mother. And when they left, the, the senior told the boy that he likes his mother. <laughs> and that he should call his mother for him. Now, you, you will get tough. So, you are a Form 1, Form 2 student. You don't know what to say. Then he takes off his shoe and he gives it to you. It's a Kalhi, Kalshi. <laughs> Kalshi. Then you take the shoe. They say, hello, mommy. <laughs> uh, 
if you go through that system for five years, you become a better person. Yeah. Yeah. There's a welcome ceremony we do for the first formers. Yeah, we beat them. First, we organize a night that we beat them. That is initiation into the school. Yeah. We pound them. We, we have these fish ponds and these. Ah, we take them hands and feet like that. One, two. You throw them into the pond. They say, welcome. You are baptized into the secondary school now. 11, 12 years old. You see, you cry, but what are you crying to? Mommy in there. <laughs> you get tough. Training? That me, that's why I don't want to be a, a minister of education. Like, I'll take all of you back to school. <laughs> you never liked my school. <laughs> you never liked my school, yeah. yeah so, so, mobilizing and organizing your family to church is very important. As much as when they grow up, they might go off a little bit. There are seeds sown in their hearts. All oh, these little, little boys and girls around. Don't worry them. They should come. They should come. It's very good. A day will come. You see that. They will remember the things that they used to hear in the church. Look at us now. We used to go, when a father give you offering, you just go and buy an icicle. And then after he said, you, you gave offering? He said, yes, I gave offering. And anytime they are taking communion, you know, if you are not in third form and up, you can't take communion. So when you get to third form, then you do uh, 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 catechism and get confirmation. So anytime they are passing the communion around, you want to drink. Your father will look at you. Then. It's not for children. It's not for children. Even the communion, you can't even drink some. <laughs> hey! No, 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 you can't do that. Our children in the, in the, in the Macarius were giving them communion. Yes. Yes, a new generation. When we were, if you are not in third form, you can't have communion. The little boy. As they pass around, you think it's party. Then people getting party and me and getting nothing. All of that. All of that brings you. And so as the leader of the church in the house, and even as part of the evangelism group, you need to develop your mobilization skills. And mobilization is important because people will not naturally respond. If you are going to lead people to come to church on a Sunday, it will not happen. You have to call them. You have to remind them. You have to, sometimes you have to show up without even calling them. Because people are slippery. People are like antelopes. People are like laba and snakes. They, they are slippery. When you call them, say, oh, I forgot. Ma, let's make it next week. Oh, you know, I know I promise you, but let's make it next week because something just came up. And so you, you, you need to have that quality of, of oversight. You need that. In Acts chapter 10, Cornelius was like that also. The Bible says when Peter came to minister to, to Cornelius, he organized his house. Yeah. So if you are here and somebody's connected to you and the person doesn't come to church, there's something wrong about that. Yeah. Because apart from church, you are always together. There are people like that. There are people like that. 
You have a boyfriend, you don't bring your boyfriend to church. We will not kill your boyfriend, you know. Yeah. We will not kill your girlfriend. Yeah. But anybody in your life, you see, one thing I think I forgot to mention is that we guys are too emotional. We can't put our foot down. That is why your girl child will be pregnant and be in the house. You see, the girl that you were sitting around, I don't know, the last night, can't happen. I was born. If you if you're a girl, you get pregnant, you're moving out. You're moving out. When you move out to nobody taking you in because no little boy can bring no girl in my house. It is so much around in the society that you will not do it. You believe in true way, even if you get yourself into those things. Oh yeah. yeah you, you throw it. Why, why are you taking the child to? Ghana, we like even the grandmother says, the grandmothers if you spoil the children more. No, 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 no. Well, it's me, grandchild. I mean, one throw nothing away. Why are you taking it to? Where? 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 You're supposed to be going to school. You're supposed to be doing something for yourself. What are you doing now? should be able to have control over our homes. Especially if you're a man. Yeah? If you're a woman, you don't have so much power. You have to just take it as it comes. Because you went for whatever, so you gotta stay inside like that. Because a woman can't control her house. A woman doesn't control her house. It's a man. And when you see how our men are in this country, so you see that it's, it's not going to work. Because a few men come from homes. So now, the mobilization now falls on the head of the woman who is a single parent. It's not easy. Because you were not giving authority. Women were not created with authority. Don't, for, don't, don't, don't forget that. Women were not. No matter how bright you are, no matter how beautiful you are, no matter how many brains you have, you were not created with authority. The Bible and God did not give a woman authority over man. There's nothing like that. So when a woman has to deal with a man, she has to use wisdom and tricks like Delilah. Like Eve. You have to, you have to try some sweet talking. So when you see a woman who wants to talk to a man in mouth heart, want to, you, you, you are ignorant. You are one of the most ignorant women on earth. Men don't take hot mouth. If you're a woman, you want to have a man do something for you, go and study Delilah. Or if. Not Jezebel. Not Jezebel. I hope you are listening to me. There is no woman who has authority over her husband to make him do anything. Whether it's in the Bible or not. You can't tell your boss what you should do. <laughs> and when you're a woman, you marry, you, you submit yourself to a boss. Venezia, I see your face. You try there. You try there. <laughs> 
I, I was talking to so a young girl like you in Trinidad, 18 years old. I asked her whether she has a boyfriend. She said, no, she doesn't want anybody to control her. I said, you try it. Try it. You have to understand it. You were not giving authority over the man. You have to use your bobby, use your bumsy, use your power cake, your power. You, you have to use what God has given to you. you ask for your mouth, the priest, zip it. I, the mouth is, the, is, is one of the things you can never use. But you can use a rubber. You can rub and say, oh, that, that, that could work. As you rub his head, he said, yeah, what do you want? Yeah, what do you want? All right, take it. All right, take it. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to use your mouth and say, me, me too, I have something to say. That's not how it works. A woman was never given authority over a man. Even the most phlegmatic or most slow man, you don't have authority. Even little boys. You should see how it's difficult for a woman to even control her son. <laughs> yeah, because it, it's, it's a slave. I don't think it's easy to control slave. Slavery. <laughs> they get fat, right? You feel hot. <laughs> if skin is feeling hot, then you, you should take off your clothes. <laughs> Are we learning? There's nothing like a woman has power over a man. And so you see that we will struggle in this part of the world because the authority to mobilize is in the man. God gives him that. But a woman also can do something, but she has to know how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of you know it. You just don't know that you know it. Your hairstyle is one. Yeah. Your lipstick is one. It's true. Your walkings is one. Especially when you go on a high heel like that. <laughs> it's one. There are things God has given a woman to use other than her mouth to control. If you understand who a woman is, you will not struggle at all. It's not vital. Domestic violence is because some women, they got hot mouth. They want to play mad. As for a man, the only thing he can use is his strength. He'll cough you. Then you say, kill me, kill me, kill me, kill me. Kill me, man. Kill me, man. Kill me, man. Domestic violence is because the woman provoked the man with mouth. I mean, I'm not saying domestic violence is good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a man stretches his hand when he feels he has no other option. Men are not mad. Men are not mad people. It's a mouth. Yeah. Verbal abuse. Yeah. <laughs> Verbal abuse. 
you had a man feelings <laughs> now if you get a particular type of woman you have to be you have to control yourself very well before. otherwise you you and the you be and the first day you touch a woman it's going to be very difficult to stop beating her it's it's like it's like an addiction if you beat a woman if you hit a woman once I tell you, it's like smoking or something or drinking. It, it, it can stay with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. 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 So don't, don't try it at all. If you do it once, you can be addicted to it. A woman is not supposed to be beaten. Yeah, no, no, no. Just walk away. Go out and... That's how some people also tend to drinking because they go out and go and drink. A cigarette. That, that, that way to kind of as you know get the the fumes there was some steam <laughs> people have ways of you know processing their their issues but mobilization to church is something that all of us should be able to do as a woman you have some strengths and as a man god has naturally given you authority so either you be like abraham or you be like um, um cornelius in Acts chapter 10, when Peter came to his house, it was not just him. He mobilized his household for that meeting. The next one, and I will close with that, is that the leader must provide direct spiritual oversight over the members of his church. He must provide spiritual oversight. over the members of his church. Spiritual oversight. In Acts chapter 20, verse 28, Acts chapter 20, verse 28. Are you there? The Bible says that take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers. To feed the church of God which he has purchased with his own blood. In this church, house to house church movement, you have to understand that you have oversight. You have oversight over people. And it is spiritual. Are you with me? You have oversight over people. The Bible says that take heed. God, Holy Ghost, God has, the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. What does New Living Translation say? Has made you overseer. So you have oversight over people's lives. So guard yourselves and God's people 
feed and shepherd God's flock. Shepherd God's flock. His church. Purchased with his own blood over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you as leaders. You like this one? Maybe overseers as leaders. Now, as a leader of the church, you have to be take spiritual oversight. Spiritual oversight. It means that the spiritual well-being of the people is in your hands. I think one of the things we probably um, overlook here is that even the small, small groups, Andrea, are you here? Even the small, small, small groups that we have in the church, we forget to be spiritually, we oversee them spiritually. We all assume that, oh, bishop is there. It's bishop. If Sharon is the leader of the prison worship team, he will have to have spiritual oversight. It means that praying for Shemika is one of the things you do. It means visiting Coco is one of the things you do. It means counseling Terry is one of the things you do. It means teaching Tawana is one of the things you do. Spiritual oversight. You see that we are in groups and yet there is no feeding. We are in groups and yet there is no prayer for anybody. We are in groups but yet there is no oversight. We are just in the groups. If you are a leader of a group, there must be spiritual oversight. That's why God placed you over them. So, so it's not Bishop who has made you a leader. It's not the church who has. It is God who has appointed you like that. That's why I'm feeding. That's why I'm feeding. That's why if you don't come, I'll ask somebody to check on you. That's why. We talk about scripture. That's why I pray for you and all of that. Because I have the general oversight over all of you. But we are in groups also. Small, 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 small groups. Where every leader of those small groups must pray for. Do spiritual oversight. If you're overseeing people spiritually, you pray for them. Pray for them. You talk to them. You teach them. You don't talk about Ukraine and Russia. You talk about quiet time. You explain scriptures. You explain preaching. So there must be a time where Brother Showing is able to explain scripture. Otherwise, it's a lot of big people who have come together and each for himself, God for us all. Because when I meet you, we talk. You should ask the people who are around. I always talk about scripture. A leader of the small group has oversight spiritually. That's why it's even important to have the groups break, it, break the groups down into smaller parts so that everybody can have a smaller group to watch over. The reason why we are not able to handle groups and groups are not successful is because the spiritual oversight is not working. It's not there. But remember, when it comes to natural things, we are all big people. If it comes to where, what kind of burgundy? This one, blue? Yeah, if it comes to this, we are all big people. You can't tell me why I got away. I got me fancy dress. Where are you born? Not this Sunday. We wear uniform for a long time. This Sunday, I want to wear my own dress. It's me born, eh? 
They will even tell you. You see, they show up with a different dress. Then you know that today they are not singing. Because <laughs> they are not dressed to sing. Yeah, it's me, brother. Me wearing no black and white. I tired with black and white. That's what people are asking. So, Good Friday, are we wearing yellow? <laughs> if, 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 if you say, say, hey, Good Friday too. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you can do red with a touch of black. She feel free. Yeah. yeah. Spiritual oversight. That's why I'm saying that there's a shop you don't have to buy from. It's oversight spiritual. Because I know what is there. You don't know. You think that it's conkels you are buying. You think it's just a cooks you are buying. You think it's just a little, uh, what, a cheesecake you are buying. But my spiritual oversight tells me that there's something, 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 something evil about the place. And that anything you touch in that place will affect you spiritually. And it becomes my problem. So you are sick spiritually, it affects me. I have to pay attention to you and, 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 and treat you. And it's not the first time. Well, I used to preach, I used to pastor in Isla Penitence for 13 years I was there. Maxwell, do you remember? I was, well, how old were you? You were 14, 15, the era? This young lady, now she's a big woman. She married and got a child and all of that. Maxwell was hungry. As you know, Sunday we are all around. She went across somewhere in the scheme to buy biscuit. You remember? You remember? That was it. She came back to the church with demons. And when I was casting out the devil, the devil said he was in the biscuit she went to buy to eat. So I'm not speaking like I hate somebody and I want. No, 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 no. That is why I'm saying that. We have, we have even gone so far. If, if you, if, you see, those of you who don't understand things, if only you know the effort we are putting in to provide something here for you, 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 you don't even understand. You don't even understand. The effort, the people who are, who are just trying to give themselves up to, trying to provide something, and you say it's expensive. You, you, you make all kinds of comments. Sister Sati, after church, has to go and sit down there, and wait for you to come and buy and you have comments because if we allow you to go out you don't know what spiritually is going to happen you don't have that idea as you are, you've come to the church and you are walking out until you have another engagement you don't have an idea because the church realm and spirituality is not yours it's not your speciality you don't understand and you don't believe us when we say it and so you'll be left to yourself and you'll be left in danger. So, as I, you see, when I came to Guyana, I was so surprised that I was not seeing witches. That's my brother from Nigeria. He said, about, yeah, how are you? Don't you have witches in Nigeria? You see, so he's not hearing me. Can you hear me? Do you have witches in Nigeria? Is it common? It's not common. Oh, it's because uh, you see them even in school, you see them flying. <laughs> All right. But it's, it's not it's not it's not rocket science in Africa to know witches. When I came to Guyana, I was looking for witches. Because I, I you see, because when Paul 
was um, went to the shipwreck and they, they landed in Malta. I think it was Malta. And they were feeling cold, so they put some sticks together and they lighted it. And when the fire, when the, 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 the wood catch fire, then some snake popped out of the thing. And he wrapped his, 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 his self around Paul's hands. And the people were wondering what was going to happen. They were hoping that Paul would die. They said, Charlie, the guy is a marabou. He's a marabou. He's a magician. How can a snake wrap himself around his hand and he's still alive? Because God has promised us that even snakes, they can't kill us. Now, because spirituality in Guyana is so low, you don't see the witches. Yeah. If this place was very hot with, with, with spirituality, witches would be very... Well, Danny was well, you the one who sent me a picture yesterday or so. Somebody, well, I don't know it's Bordet or Bordet. The woman has dressed her daughter as a mermaid with a thing, with a fish thing like that. And she was holding her for a picture. So Danny saw it and he sent it to me. The mermaid is not, a, it's not, it's not fictional. It's a real thing. That personality of that the half a human being, half fish, is a real thing. It's, it's not, it's not Anansi stories. So when I came to Guyana and I was not seeing witches, I said, ah, so why? You want to tell me there's no witch in Guyana? They were, they were not flying. <laughs> Until one Tuesday evening, right in the church, five of them, please remember. Ah, oh, please was an usher there. Now he's a diplomat. He used to be an usher. <laughs> yeah. Five girls manifested. And they were speaking like Africans. I tell you, you remember? Ah. I, the fair, I said, what? They are here. Then God is like, where are they not? They are everywhere. Because the fire is not hot. So you don't, you don't get them. If the fire is hot, you see them... Uh, they will avoid you, or when they come, the fire will catch them. I tell you. I have a cousin, I think I've told you about her story. I have a cousin who used to be a witch. Every night she goes under the sea for meetings. And one of the plans for the meetings was to spoil and destroy churches. So you see a church not doing well. It's some demon, some witch is spoiling the church. And those five girls who manifested, they were sent into the church to come and test me. Yeah. I know the name of their leader right now as I'm, as I'm preaching. I have not forgotten the name of the leader. She lived right around the scheme. Yeah. The scheme, yeah. Calvin, the scheme. <laughs> I'm sure she's, she's on the voters list. <laughs> yeah, she is the one who sent them to come and test me in Islam penitence. Yeah, test my spirit and see. Five of them, I tell you. It wasn't easy. Because I couldn't cast out devils from five people at the same time. So I had to distribute them to my pastors. Hey! The whole thing was confused. I had to say, in the, in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, okay, everybody go home. The people say, don't go. Don't watch movie. <laughs> Close your door. I said, no, they don't want to go. That was it. It, it went, the whole scheme got to know. 
that is something going on in the church that night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was an action night. Five young ones. And so when I am saying something, I'm not saying from an ignorant background. No, no, I'm not ignorant where spiritual things are concerned at all. I am not, I am not ignorant. And so that oversight is there. So the leader of the church must have oversight. And it's a spiritual thing. You see, people respect you more or people obey you if you feed them. The people who you can control are people who you can feed. If you don't feed somebody, you can't control them. Because they uh, oh, you, 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 you feed me. Who's you? Is me mother? Who's me mother? Who's sister Sati? Who's no sister Sati? <laughs> you don't feed me? The reason why we say that is that that particular person is the person who feeds the individual. Use me father? Why? Because it's the father who has a certain authority by virtue of feeding. So when people want respect around here and they don't get it, it's not because people are disrespectful. It's because you are not performing your duty as an overseer spiritually. You are not feeding anybody. So who do you want to control? You can only control somebody who you feed, who lives in your house, who you pay libel for, who you pay school fees for. Those are the only people you can control. You can't control another, another parent's child who you don't feed, you don't pay anything for. You lose you. Is me mother? Suck their teeth on you. And the one that you, you pay school fees, you buy food for, lives in your house, you buy clothes for, you have authority over them because there's a provision. There's some kind of provision and oversight you have over the person. It's the same thing spiritually. In the spirit, you will have to, as a leader, have spiritual oversight. And that comes through prayer, visitation. If you never to go out of your way to go and visit somebody in your group. Like, the only thing we do here is that when we meet on Sundays, they will say we are together. We are not together, man. It's only Sunday we see ourselves. The, the people who are close, they don't see themselves only on Sundays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, we lie. Have brunch, have lunch, you go around. Yeah, take up pictures. If you are close to somebody, you see them often. How do you expect the praise and worship group to be together on the only time you meet is Sunday? How do you expect the ashes to be together on the only time you meet is a Sunday? When you meet on Sunday, it's cooks and tennis rolls you're going to buy to eat. <laughs> and sausage. Sometimes cheese. Sometimes cheese. Sometimes cheese. <laughs> Baby, it will go. Yeah. <laughs> It's like we're in a brotherhood. After Sunday, nothing at all. The only thing is that we are wearing black on Sunday. That's all. Tuesday is yellow. That's all. The group wouldn't work. Because what makes groups work, you are not practicing them. Yeah. I meet my pastors every day. Every Sunday I meet them. Every Sunday. What's up? Meeting this year, that day, all the time. It's not a one day in a week thing. It will not, it will not work. And so if a group is going to do well, 
you need to have spiritual oversight. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 17. As I close. Karen and Gigi. That's why I was saying that. The outing that I made a, a comment about. It was even so because I don't see you praying together here. If I had seen you several times praying together, the outing wouldn't have been even... I don't think I would have even noticed it. Because what I know you for, that's not what you're doing. You're doing something else. You're looking out for man. <laughs> I thought you would be here. Nah. So what is connecting you is not spiritual. It's rather some outing. It's different. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Okay. Am I making a point? Are we good? Are we good still? All right. Good. <laughs> yeah. No. As a spiritual person, as your overseer, if I see you go out, right, without seeing you do spiritual things around together, I question it. I question it. That is when people say that, oh, you can't go out in this church, you can't go out and people. No, it's not like that. But the way I'm trying to raise you up, I want you to love coming to church and doing church things more than going out because going out is normal. You go and show your bobby and tight to you. You know how to do those things. It's not, a, it's, not, it's not a difficult thing. But the main thing that I as an overseer need you to be doing by the grace of God is to see you when I come here, you are spiritually engaged and involved. If I don't see that, if I see your picture on Facebook going out, I'll make a bad comment about it. I tell you, I'll make a bad comment about it. Yeah, I'll unlike. And I'll, I'll, I'll block you too. I'll block you. <laughs> I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. As a spiritual overseer, Jack, the, the, the point I'm explaining is that the leader must have spiritual oversight. It means that the things of the spirit is something that I'm very concerned about. And if I don't see any of that, and I see physical, natural, earthly, sensual things, ah, I have to make a comment. Without fear or favor. Obey them that have the rule over you. Obey. And submit yourselves to them. So, you can't fight me. If you fight me, you have a demon. <laughs> Obey them that have the rule. That's what the Bible is saying. I'm not the one saying it. The Bible says that in the church, there's order. There's respect. You obey them that have the rule over you. And submit yourselves to them. For they watch for your soul. They watch for your soul. Now that's what I'm explaining here. That the leader of the church, the smaller groups, you watch for the souls of the people. I am the general soul watcher. But you in the small group, you watch for their souls. You can't be together in a group and you don't watch over them. That's exactly what the Bible says. The Bible says we watch over them because we are they that must give account. So those who said they are in media, I'm in media. Everybody is in media. Everybody else says, I'm in media. 
You try there. We watch for your souls as they that must give account that they may do it with joy. Hey, please, you should go and meditate on this scripture. What this scripture means is that if somebody oversees you and they don't give account of you with joy, it's not good for you. It's like a reference. After so many years now, I tell people, I can't give you a reference. Because as I've known you, if I'm going to write how I know you in a letter, you'll not get a job. So please go somewhere else. Go to a JP and get a reference. <laughs> when I came in the beginning to the country, well, the reference, the reference, the stamp, pam, reference, reference. Now that I've grown, you give people reference, they don't come back to the church. Now that I've grown, I said, you, you really sure I want me to give you a reference? I've known you for five years. If I'm going to write all the things I know about you, do you think you get a job? Please go to JP. <laughs> you come to church once in a month. <laughs> if I, <laughs> I'm always late. If I'm going to put, and, and I'm a pastor, I can't lie. I should not lie. So you sure you want me to give you a reference? <laughs> Somebody uh, sent me a message that they are looking for somebody to work for them. I said, I don't know anybody. Oh, Jojo. They're looking for work. I said, oh, no, I don't know anybody. You know nobody. I don't know nobody who's looking for a job. I don't, know, I don't have anybody in my life who's looking for a job. <laughs> no, I don't know anybody. <laughs> you see, I wrote a reference for a young lady. Go to go to, to go and teach in the school. She went to fight the HM. Two months she was out of the job. That was the only reference the people called me to verify. All the references I've written in this country. That was the only reference when she submitted. The school authorities called me. And that was the place. Two months she fought the HM or H teacher and she left the place. I didn't even know. I heard it months later. I said, is she not a teacher? I said, no, teacher. No, 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 no. She didn't teach no more. She went to fight with the people who up and take. I said, Lord, my signature on up. Because when, when the person is, is venting their things, they don't care about who has written a letter for them. They don't. That's why people don't prosper. Because you think that the world is just you. You are not on an island. There's nothing that concerns only you. We are all connected one way or the other. And so when you're doing something, you have to think about somebody else. You think I can't come with three quarter pounds on a vest and come and preach? The place hot. As I'm here, I'm as a chicken in the hot water. But if I come with three quarter pounds and a vest and slippers, with my hair jelly curls, Will you come again? You tell Prince Prince, which church did you take me to? Yeah, it's a pastor, the pastor fancy bad. What? You, you take a picture of me and put it on TikTok. Yeah. And my shirt in my boxer shorts, my boxer shorts is showing right here. Even that. I said, glory to God. <laughs> 
Those of you who put your, your shirt, your boxer shorts, it's ghetto dressing. Yeah. No, there's never when you there, you see, no matter how you think in this world, you are never alone in any decision making. Yeah, no, you are never alone. Your decision will affect somebody close over. Yeah. No, no, no. You, if you think that hey, I vex or I this, and so I'm going to do this, you are a child. You are a child. There's nothing, no decision you make in this life that somebody is not connected or not affected. That is why God says that you have to understand that people have oversight over you. And if they are going to give account, they have to do it with joy. It means that what you do, it must be approved by the person who has oversight over you. No, but, but many of you don't understand these things. You think I want to control your life? Somebody said, oh, the church has a lot of control. You, 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 you can do what you want to do. But make sure that your account is not full of grief. The scripture is there. And this is the basis for the relationship and the things in, God, in heaven and in, and in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, we operate with the word of God. That's the law. This is the law. This is the statute. If you go to court, it's the laws of the land you apply. If you come into the kingdom, it is the word of God you apply. And this is it. If somebody has oversight over you. That's how, that, that's why all over the years, you see, when we, when we went to Georgetown for the convention, I think somebody, I don't remember the person, somebody said, hey, yeah, I see people from Samaria here, pa. I said, yes. That has been our training for many years. That if I am preaching somewhere and you can be there, it is somewhere that you don't come. It's a training we've been giving all the time. Your pastor has been invited to preach somewhere and that evening you can make it. You go and support him. You go and sit there. You go and sit and say, amen. Yes, Bishop, preach. What you're saying is true. You will go and give your support. But nah, I'm preaching right here in Georgetown and you live right in Georgetown. It's like nothing is happening. You've not seen any banner on Facebook. You've not seen any advert. Not even one night. So when a person made that comment, I said, oh, but we have this, this thing. We know it a long time ago. We don't have to be repeated. People know that. If I go somewhere and they can make it, and which most of the time you can, it's a training. I should show up. And you see that I didn't invite anybody. <laughs> the people just show up. I didn't, did I invite you? I didn't invite, I didn't invite her. She came. That, that's, what, that's what she said. So I'm just repeating what she said. She said I didn't invite her. I didn't know that I had to invite her too. You see people there? People are there. I don't know where Pastor Andre came from. He was there controlling amplifier. I said, hey, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Because that is how we've been trained. Because you can't say that your life as a, as a Christian is just you. 
You're a child. You're a little boy. You're a little girl. He says that obey them. There are people that have the rule over you. That's why it's sad that you live in this world. You have biological oversight, but you don't have spiritual oversight. They're two different things. Because you are not just you are not just human, you also have your spirit. In fact, the most important you is a spirit. And remember, the oversight comes with account giving. And so the person who is going to give account, the Bible says that when he sits down. So we go to heaven, and then God says, Collins, come sit down. I'll sit down. I said, Lord, can I have cooks? Do you have cooks here in heaven? Give me cooks. 12 hours cooks. I'll cross my legs. And he said, yes. Okay. I said, you give him cooks. I drink heavenly cooks. Then when I finished, he said, okay. So the church, the pastors, the people, I want you to give account. I said, no problem. Hey, where's, my, where's my book? G, I don't know what G is with me. He said, my book. <laughs> I opened my book. I said, show in. Yeah, 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 all right. Next name. I mentioned somebody's name. I said, no, no, not this one. Let's go to the next name. <laughs> That's what the Bible is saying. And indeed, even as a parent, if you have more than one child, there are some that you have, you have, you, you, you know, you wish they were this way or they were going that way. If you're a parent. I was with Brother Rudy the other day. We were talking about properties. You'd be surprised how many children are not serious about their parents' properties. Not interested. Not interested. If you're a parent here, you have a property, you understand what I'm talking about. Somebody called me the other day and said, Bishop, I have a property. Please. Do you know somebody who can, who can take over? I said, well, what's going on? He said, I did it for my son. But he won, he won nothing to do with it. He didn't upon them things. I said, wow. Seriously molested. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, that is how the Catholic Church be- 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 began to be rich. Because people started giving them their properties. Because if you go deep into it, you realize that the passion, the interest, the dedication you have towards achieving a goal, the next person who's succeeding you, like Solomon said, does not have the same passion. That's why Solomon said, vanity. You see when we come around and say, this, that, why is this, why is that? Well, we are no more. And you don't have somebody with the same spirit. You see all the mulliganity around. And someone says, oh, if Bishop was here, this would not happen. It's because most of the time, children are not dedicated as their parents are dedicated for a cause. Am I saying something? You buy a car and give it to your children. You do the repairs. You buy gas, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to wash it. You have to take the wash bay. 
because you know how to do something better. So when you see them not doing it, you want to put your hands on it and fix it. That's why your mother takes care of your child. Because if she was to leave the child to you, the child will be dead. <laughs> There's nothing wrong about that because that is what it is. That's why we say that grandparents spoil the grandchildren. Because when you become a grandparent, you have gone through so much. You know so much that when a child misbehaves, you don't lash it. You don't cuss up. <laughs> because the energy to beat and to shut, the energy is gone. But when you are younger, the energy is there. The mouth is hot. You want to change the child in the twinkle of an eye. To become aggressive. The grandparents will be nice, soft and sweet. So the children will be very close and connected to the grandparent than you, the mother, who is hot, 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 hot like that. Understand spiritual oversight. It's not just having a house putting grills on it. There's something called spiritual watchman. There's something called spiritual security. And so that is, what, that is why your relationship and how you behave towards your pastor or your leader is so important. I don't have to buy a ticket for you to go to America to come and tell me you are traveling. I don't have to buy a ticket for you. But those who understand when they are traveling, they come to church. So this is my last Sunday. I'm going for six weeks. And I pray with them. When the prodigal son left the comfort of his father's house, we know what happened. So don't be naive in the church and think that spiritual oversight is not important. If you like, become a mother today and see what it is to be a mother. That's why I say that in the culture that I come from, when a woman gives birth, she moves to stay with the mother for three months. Because even bathing a baby, you have to be taught how to bath a baby. Yeah, that, the nurses teach, teach. Before you realize you're holding the baby anyhow, because a little baby, how do you bath the baby? Dog them in the water, you shake them. Ah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. There, you, you may take it for granted. That's how I was saying it. I said that even for milk to be milk to be generated in your breast, there are things you need to eat. So it's not your nice face. Your nice shape. There's something called oversight. So you, when you give birth, your mother is right there because it's your mother who gave birth to you and the other people who are her children. She knows how to take care of them. You see how young mothers can get frustrated with their children. Frustrated. Cuss them up. Abuse them up. And calling them demons. Laying hands on people you don't have to lay hands on. And then bringing the frustration on either the father or the child father. 
because you see you are not a, you are not an overseer and you want to forcefully become an overseer there are people who are qualified and experienced in oversight no many Guyanese girls don't even know their period they don't know menstrual cycle menstrual cycle 28 days 31 days 5 days or 7 days many Guyanese girls don't know that that's why people get pregnant all over the place yeah they get catch because they think when I go down and open my legs and just a little it's okay some people first time they get pregnant menstrual cycle I don't want to embarrass you I'll call you to stand up and explain menstrual cycle to me all you know is your period me monthly, me monthly come, me monthly come but you don't know anything biological about all the things and what I'm saying is experience I have pastored for 16 years in this country I've had people grow people, little, little, where's Jojo she came to the church at 11 years old come stand on the stage let her people see you look, look, she's a teacher now look somebody wants to marry her bad yeah can I really when she, came to, when she came to the church, she didn't have Bobby. No Bobby. No Bobby. Flat chest like my chest. And she's grown in the church. I have dealt with people, a lot of people like, even Maxwell. Maxwell, she's a big woman now. <laughs> From the scheme. <laughs> came little, 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 little girls. I've dealt with them and their contemporaries for years. I was the pastor of the, of the safe church, the youth church. I was the pastor of the main church. I was also the pastor of the youth church. Ah. And I'm telling you that many, many Guyanese girls don't know about menstrual cycle. It's not a type of cycle. Crab cycle. It's not a bicycle. Thank you. So, so, don't think that you can do all good by yourself. You are not my dear. You need oversight. Especially in spiritual matters. So when you see people walk around proud, they don't need the church, they don't need God, they don't need a pastor. You see ignorance. You see ignorance about spiritual oversight. And this is something that we need in the churches, in the homes, groups, ministries in the church. People, the leaders should rise up and become proper overseers of people's lives. Stand to your feet, please. Hallelujah. Let's pray. I don't think I can sing today, isn't it? So <laughs> yeah, I have to take it easy. When I finish preaching, I'm going to put a zip on my mouth right now. <laughs> they say it's good for my health. <laughs> Google. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Your love, your kindness towards us. That knowledge, wisdom, 
the understanding, the impartations. We can never be the same because of the things you have opened our eyes to. Thank you for your people. They are rising up, rising up to become spiritual overseers. They will learn to pray for others who are under their oversight. Teach them, visit them, counsel them, treat them nice and treat them well. Thank you that the church has changed because we are following directly the things you have in your word. Thank you, Father, for a mega church, a super glorious mega church in this place. We are seeing it practically. We experience it practically in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You are here this afternoon. You are not saved. You are not born again. If you were to die right now, you are not sure whether you go to heaven or you go to hell. Jose Bishop, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, I want to pray with you. Remember, except a man be born again, he cannot go to heaven. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You want, you, want, you want Jesus to come into your heart. You want everlasting life. Bishop, please pray for me. I want to be saved. If you are here like that, I want to pray with you. Just your right hand up high. Just your right hand. Bishop, please pray for me. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I can't leave the church and go home without allowing God to come into my heart. Please pray for me. If you're here like that, I want to pray for you. Just your right hand up high. I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, thank you. Your hand is up. God bless you. Come, sweetie. Come. I want to pray for you. Come for her as she comes. Nice little girl. God bless you. And everything. Oh, are you clapping? God bless you. your name Tiana from Dolphin Dolphin Secondary School wow. <laughs> okay you know this is beautiful after the prayer I'll tell them you want to give your heart to Jesus it's very nice where do you live Eccles wow. who invited you Miss Harry class teacher. Wow. You pass all your exams. <laughs> yeah, ma. Have Miss Harry there? Don't have to worry. Don't study. Just sleep. You pass your exams. <laughs> Alright. There's a simple prayer you have to pray. Okay? Your friend, what's her name again? Odaya. She prayed a prayer. She said she loved the church bad. I hope you also love the church. You do. Beautiful. Just a simple prayer. You have to pray after me. 
your life will never be the same again. Is that okay? So close your eyes. Church, let's pray together. Say with me, um, dear Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with my heart that Jesus died for me. I believe God raised Jesus from the dead. And I believe Jesus is alive. I open my heart and I receive Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. I believe that by this prayer I'm born again. I am saved and my name is in the book of life. Thank you Father for saving my life. In Jesus name. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by the powerful teaching of God's word. For booking and more information on the ministry of Bishop Collins, please call us on 592-225-6760 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. You can also log on to www.shepherdhouseinternational.org. God richly bless you.